Welcome to Tavern Talk. I'm Ben. And I'm Sam. We're here today to give you a Tavern Talk comparing um, Warlocks, which is uh, what Sam plays in the Lightlessness campaign, between Pathfinder and 5e. Uh, just to start, the Warlocks and 5e are in the core rulebook, where the Warlocks and Pathfinder um, are, I guess, like uh, third-party classes. But uh, I've played one in Pathfinder, so we thought we'd compare them anyway. And then Sam can talk a little bit about his character and uh, some of his experiences as actually playing a 5th edition Warlock. So um, I guess we'll start at level 1. What do you get as a 5th edition Warlock? Sure, as 5th edition level 1, proficiency bonus of a plus 2. Um, two cantrips known, two spells, and one spell slot. So Warlocks wor work off of spell slots um, at certain levels. And so... This is nice for me because I like to be flexible, so now I can know a couple of different spells, and when I need them, I can choose which ones I want to use. Um, the spell slot level is interesting for Warlocks because all of our spells are cast at that level at all times. So um, this becomes interesting later on because if I learn a level 1 spell, but my spell slot level is level 3, all of my spells are then cast as level 3 spells. Except for cantrips, of course. Okay, that's actually pretty similar to the way warlocks used to work. Um, they accept they, they they put forth that they're not spellcasters in Pathfinder. Um, you get a few cantrips, and then um, you get your school ability, and you have supernatural uh, powers that allow you to perform those spells at will. And um, as you gain higher levels, you get new school abilities, but. Um, I think uh, as far as like cast wise, they're similar amount of casts. Uh, mine are equal to my charisma modifier, so on average two to four. And um, you said just two to start with yours at least. I have, well, I have two spells at level one, and then two cantrips. Okay, so. I have two school abilities at level one, okay. and the school abilities are my quote unquote spells. Right. So. And uh, I also get light armor and simple weapons, which okay. I think you do as well. Yeah, they. I remember that they focused on the arcane armor um, part. Do you, do they do anything to help you wear armor in Five E? Because um, I know like they wanted to make like an armored caster for the warlock and pathfinder. I get light armor, so just and that's the, it. just that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't use shields. I guess actually thinking about it now. What they were trying to do in Pathfinder was reduce ar reduce arcane failure, and that's mm -hmm. not a thing anymore. Right. So as long as you have light armor, then there's nothing to worry about. Right. Yep. Um, I do get medium armor and heavy armor later at fifth and ninth level. So um, that aspect again, you know, it's, it's hard to compare apples to apples here because the medium armor in Five E is different than the medium armor in Pathfinder, mm -hmm. in that um, it's based upon a strength score and no longer has even a decrease in speed and you know a few other things that I think we've talked about before. but um, And just to clear up, I get cantrips equal to my charisma modifier. Okay. I'm only getting two um, school abilities to start. So Okay. And, I mean, as you know from playing 5th edition, cantrips are actually something useful. Um, you know, Ray of Frost is a D8 now instead of a D3, as it was in prior editions. Yeah, that's, that's a crazy big difference. Yeah, fantastic. Um one other thing I do get at level one is I get an otherworldly patron, which is the deity or being that gave me my powers. Um, and you get three possibilities from that, um, which those are um, the Archfey, so some sort of ancient 
um, Fey has granted you powers. There is uh, a fiend, so probably like an evil force. Yeah, demon, I'm thinking. Yep, demon. And then the great old one, which is a mysterious, possibly extra planar um, being, which is the one that I have chosen. I feel like that's like the catch-all. <laughs> like, right, whatever's left. Know, yeah, there's the, the, the Underdark covered by the Fey. And then, yeah, like demonic worlds and then whatever else you could fit in there. Yep. Um, damage reduction is another thing that I forgot that Warlocks got. They, they're kind of like hefty spellcasters mm-hmm. in Pathfinder. I don't know that I've gotten that vibe from your character in the campaign. How much HP do you have at second level? Um, 20, actually. I have a D8 and then uh, I have a plus 2 to my cotton, which is a lot more than I normally would, would have for another spellcaster, I think. Gotcha. Um, which I think they are supposed to be a little heftier. And I don't mind being in the fray uh although i do think that um we have the the monsters do a lot more damage in this edition so i trying to go i'm going back and forth on if i should stay in the back completely or if i should get up there for for matt gotcha all right um honestly i can't remember uh, yeah i'm sorry it was a d8 for my guy as well i wasn't entirely sure and then um, we've talked about skills before with other characters. I think we can pretty much skip that just because, mm-hmm. again, it's hard to compare apples to apples in that area. But um, my whole entire character is just school abilities, which, you know, get powerful, more and more powerful as we get stronger, and then damage reduction. And that's literally my whole entire character. So is there anything else besides uh, the things that you've already talked about that your character gets as he gets older? Or is it... Um, as he gains levels, he does get invocations which give him other bonuses which a lot of them are bonus spells um but some of the other ones like i took eyes of the runekeeper which allow me to read all writing which i feel is kind of like a some flavor stuff which could help us um but a lot of them are just to give you spells like speak with animal or speak with the dead um i also took one to add to my eldritch blast cantrip which is why i use it all the time because now i get to add my charisma modifier to my damage so it's a d10 plus four which is fantastic for a cantrip yeah yeah that's a lot of damage to pump out each round that's like uh so and you roll a touch attack every single time you roll that no it's a regular spell attack now so okay so it is pretty similar to like uh melts acid arrow yeah something like that and there's yeah, a i was co- thinking um uh range weapon wise mm-hmm. like you get a d8 with a longbow plus right. four now with your decks because of finesse weapons yeah but you're doing a d10 plus charisma yeah okay so there's two other that go along with it where you can extend its range or I can have another one where I push an enemy. But yep. So, I mean, that's a lot of it that seems to be what I'm gathering is I get some little things from having my um, my great old one. He gives me some expanded spells that I can choose from. He gives me the ability to speak um, telepathically, which I've used a couple times. Um, and some other little things as we go along, um, like resistance to psychic damage. Um, and then a lot of my other abilities are just to grant me more spells. So, um, one thing that I feel like I didn't discuss clearly, um, and again, I haven't played a warlock in a long time, Mm -hmm. is that, um, the way school abilities work is I get a total of 12 of them throughout my whole entire casting. Um, they can never be higher than my warlock's level, mm-hmm. and I'm just choosing them from the arcane school list spells. 
Um, so like at first level, I'm getting two first level spells that I can use infinitely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. And then by second level, I can now have the choice to get a second level spell, a first level spell from any school list, or take a cantrip. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing goes on and on and on. So I do have infinite casts as a so, warlock. Wow. Okay. Um, but I don't have Eldritch Blast. I don't have that. So I don't have a D10 plus whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at least, I mean, I'm pretty sure I get the See, way I read through it right now. I, I think that's the case. But uh, do you want to talk about your spell usage a little bit and how they kind of revamp that in 5e? Yeah, I mean, I like it. Um, so I have few spell slots, but um, like I actually only end up having, at 20th level, four spell slots. But my other ability, uh, Mystic Arcanum, gives me 6th, 7th, 8th, and level or ninth level spells that um, I can use freely. Um, you can use it once without expending a spell slot. So there's ways to go around having spell slots. Um, and what's nice with me as a warlock is all I need is a short rest, so an hour in between fights, and I get all my spells back. Right. Um, and I did look at my 20th level um, ability, Eldritch Master, which allows me to spend one minute to get all my spells back. Cool. I mean, I don't so, know if you'll ever wait 10 rounds of right. combat to do it, but that's an interesting uh, point. So you said four slots... For four different casts, do you only know four spells by that point? Or do you know a bunch of different spells and you have to prepare them? The max spells I know are 15. Okay. And then four cantrips. And there, there's no preparing anymore in 5e. There's just filling spell slots. Right. Well, from my understanding, I... Um, yeah, I mean, I have spells known. So and, I have that repertoire. And when, when I use them, I cross off a spell slot right i think i think that's the case for a lot of mm-hmm. casters um i don't know who i had a discussion about that with before but uh spell slots is like something that they're doing instead so you don't prepare a useless spell yeah it's a lot so simpler you, yeah I, I like i didn't like having to like okay maybe i'll need this spell oh that's what they did okay so you still pre- i think you still choose the spells that are prepared but spell slots allow you to use three of one useful spell okay. if you prepare two so you you definitely have more versatility as a warlock mm-hmm. And that all 15 are available available to you all day long out of those four slots compared to a cleric or someone else who prepares mm. their spells. Sorry, right. I just want to get that straight. That's fine. That's right up my alley. So Yeah. All right. That's Yeah, so that's everything for my character. I heard you go into some of the abilities that you get from following the Great Old One. Um, anything else on that sheet that you think people should know about or is interesting? Um, the only thing, other classes have, like, um, tiers and, like, Matt... The rogue has thief and assassin and the other kind. Mm-hmm. I have what's called a pact boon, which allows me to have pact of a chain, which gives me a familiar, um, pact of blade, which gives me a special weapon, but I don't have high strength of dex, so I'm not doing that. And then I have pact of the tome, which gives me more cantrips. But the cantrips I can choose from any spell list, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. So that's weird that they brought in um, familiars and weapons, because that's definitely two things I'm, I'm missing. And Pathfinder, I don't have those at all. I mean, you'd think I'd have weapons, considering that they gave me damage reduction and heavy armor. Right. But um, in the end, I'm only proficient with simple weapons. So. Well, you have infinite casting, so why would you bother attacking? Yeah, why would you bother attacking with yeah, the weapon I, thing? I haven't used. I haven't used my spear. That's interesting. Okay. So, Good point. Yeah. But if I had more of a higher strength, then maybe I would be in there. But. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I get to bring up every single time is, do you ever get a second attack or any bonus actions? Uh, no, I don't. Um, so basically one action per round. One action per round. There is um, 
a spell that I get as a tiefling, actually, uh, Hellish Rebuke, which I can cast as a reaction. Yeah. Um, so There's there probably might other be... ones that you'll find that get reaction cast, too. But... That's what I'm thinking. Um, so there's other ways to work around that. I did notice that, and that's would have been nice, but I am not attacking, so it's okay. So by 20th level, I get three attacks. I don't know if I'll use them, and I still only get one spell cast anyway, which is, you know, that's mm. a, it, just because I have three attacks in Pathfinder doesn't mean I get three spell casts. So. That'd be nice. Yep, it would be. All right. Um, any final thoughts? Um, and then we can we can talk about some of the different, you know, vote on the two classes. Just mean any final thoughts on your sure. on your five E warlock? I think um, he is a good fit for us since we have kind of a squishy party. Because mm-hmm. um, we we have our barbarian for a front line, and then myself and our rogue are secondary lines, and then we have a wizard in the back. So I think it's a good balance. Since he is a little heftier than um, a traditional wizard or sorcerer. Cool. So, um, from what I told you about Warlocks and Pathfinder, um, what are your thoughts between the two, comparing and contrasting? Yeah, I do like that you you automatically get armor from leveling up. Um, if I'm going to do that, I have to take feats. But that I had to issue my uh ability score improvements which i'm not sure if i want to do that yet so they still allow for i I, i've read through the feats like once or twice Mm -hmm. in the um 5e core rulebook um but they actually have ones for light armor proficiency medium armor proficiency yep interesting yep so if you are proficient then you can level it up gotcha and do they give you like a any stat increase like a strength increase i think they do yep get it something Mm -hmm. like that okay cool yep so i mean that's cool. I mean, I'm always a fan of damage reduction. Just having something constant to affect you. Right. But I do have um, a level 1 spell that gives me temporary HP, so I don't know if I need damage reduction. Sure. Um, I wonder if I'm getting more cast than you, because, I mean, obviously, like, I have access to spell school, so I have access to, um, what's the one that gives you, like, a lot of those, you know, mage armor and all those are in the same... Uh, abjuration? Yeah, abjuration, I mm-hmm. think it is. So, you know, I wonder if, like, my Warlock from Pathfinder can just buff, 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 yeah, and then go into combat, where, you know... Right. That was one thing I was thinking. If I had a, a stronger um, Warlock, and I did the Pact of the Blade, I could use my spells instead of offensive spells to be more support or defense. All right. Um, but since I don't have that, I've been using most of my spells as offense um so i mean that's just i guess different ways to play the same class yeah makes sense yeah i mean i keep keep looking to this wondering if i'm reading it wrong because like i said it's been a while but it just seems like i i don't know like i like the fact that the pathfinder has so many casts i know Mm -hmm. that you get to take rest and stuff but i think in combat like falling back to this hit your x button attack that's like what i think of like gauntlet legends wise like um you know one of our most recent combats Reed kept casting Firebolt, yep. and then you kept casting Eldritch Blast. And, like, I understand, like, a fighter would keep shooting his bow, and a barbarian would keep swinging, swinging his axe, so it kind mm-hmm. of puts you guys into the party. But that was one of the cool things about casters, is that they did something new each turn. And, like, yeah. uh, I think I keep bringing up, like, tell me what you're casting. You guys are like, it's the same thing. Like, that's why I stopped saying it. I don't right. want to keep, like, you know. But Yeah, it was a, it did get a little repetitive just saying it over and over again, but it is, um... I guess it is what it is for now, since I only get two spell slots. Because um, I don't think I get a, a bonus from having my charisma so high. I don't think that is a thing anymore. I haven't seen any bonuses based on ability yeah. scores yeah. in so fighting. That's a little lame. I wish I could have that. but 
All right. So I am like honestly, I'm I'm voting on Pathfinder here. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I just the to have a crazy number of casts and select these new spells that are at will spells. You know, and at will at Pathfinder is infinite cast. So yeah. I think I'm right about that. Like, yeah. You know that that's kind of crazy and kind of fun. And by third level, I already have damage reduction too. That's so cool. So yeah, I don't know. It, I, I'm I'm kind of in favor. Yeah, I mean, as as a one party thing, I think Pathfinder he could be a standalone like boss. Yeah, that's or true. um, you know, single adventure kind of guy. Um, I haven't played one in Pathfinder, but I I am a big fan of Notch. Uh, I'm glad he is still alive, <laughs> and, and um. I think he's going to be really cool, and I think he will learn a whole lot of different spells, which will allow him to be so versatile, um, which I said I'm all about, so... Right. Hopefully we'll get some good stuff from him. Oh, do they force you to be chaotic? No. Okay. They, we, no. we keep finding that. They keep taking away alignment requirements. Yeah, nothing... In 5e. Nope. Alright. Uh, I think that sums up our tavern talk on Warlocks. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and do an interview with Notch. So Notch's background is available online as part of the publishing of this episode. Uh, For Corian's background, we did a bonus episode where we read it. Uh, We're not going to do that for you here, but I did want to touch on some of the big points in Notch's background. If you want to read it, you can probably click through it through the episode, um, or go to the website and look at it, and then some RSS readers are going to have the whole entire thing available to you. So, um, Notch, one big thing that I, um, want to ask you, and, you know, I'm talking to Sam, of course, <laughs> is, um, what are you going to do about the man you were writing letters with? Yeah, um, he's pretty mysterious, but I, I do think I have a, na- a name of a town that he's from, or yes. the letters are from, at least. And you have a name of him. Right. Bubbles. Yeah, Bubbles Keyholder. Yes, Bubbles Keyholder. So I, I need to talk about him. And since we are traveling to other towns and such, I should be looking for him specifically. But he's very secretive. So I don't know if asking around for his name will be helpful. Yeah, uh, that's definitely true. Um, he didn't give you a name till the end. Uh, part of Notch's background is that he was writing letters with a colleague. And that prompt was actually taken from 5e. And um, I, which one was it? Was it the... Um, it's like part of the personality traits and backgrounds thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we kind of took that and ran with it a bit. Um, but uh, Quarks is the town. It is southwest. And currently we've been hanging out in the northeast. Right. Um, and the player characters going on the catcher bath are taking them farther east and farther north. So you're not necessarily close to there. But um, the final letter seemed to state that he is in trouble. So that's just why I thought I'd bring it up. Um, right. Well, for the second part of our... Th- our stuff with Mitha, I'll have to guide the, the party that way. Help to find him. Um, another question for you, like, as a player looking at your character, is, um, you know, obviously you felt closest to your internal um, powers and, like, warlock, I guess. I, I, they're not bloodlines like sorcerers, but, um, you know, invocations, whatever. Uh, while you were on the Skrennig Mountains mm-hmm. um, studying the moon and stuff. Right. Where do you think the source of that power is actually coming from? Are you attributing it, and like, this is your own personal preference, are you attributing it to the moon? Are you attributing it to being high up? Are you attributing it to just having alone time? Like, what are you feeling so far? I mean, it does seem to be the moon, and so when I was in the mountains, I was closer to it physically. 
I, I'm sure in space terms it's minimal, but for from my perspective, I was away. For, it was just me and the moon, more or less. Which a lot. Go ahead. Oh, oh sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but do you think you're photosynthesizing moonlight? <laughs> uh, for my my um, Kryptonian skin cells. Yeah. Or, yes. <laughs> uh, could be actually. Um, though I do have some sort of connection with the moon. I know that for sure. Yeah. Um, do you think that um, you have any relation to Mytho? Because uh, she seems to be a moon child. I, I think that's come up to some degree that she's uh, related to the moon. Uh, do you think there's like any bloodline similarities there or maybe power similarities that you haven't yet explored? I mean, I don't think I have any relation with her aside from our affiliation with the moon. Okay. But she seems, from her powers that I know of, she's positive energy. Um, I myself don't have any positive energy, so we'll see how that works out. So what is your alignment? Because it's hard to tell what you're being a sure. librarian. Mine's neutral good, actually. Neutral good. Okay. Yeah. And um, you've left the library, and the listeners have heard that. Um, you know, are you going to kind of cling on to that part of role-playing your character that you want a library and be a library, or are you going to move on from that and move on to bigger and better things? Not, I, not that it's lesser sure. things. No, I thought about this, yeah. but I, I have um, planned on gathering stories and chronicling them and logging them to hopefully add to the library so while i'm out i can at least do some research so to speak to add to it sure and then every time we're back in tribeca i'll have to check up on it and make sure it's all good perfect so um it's mary kiss kill there's mythalite rita Forget her last name, of course. Okay. And star then, or something. Yeah. Star Sky Star Skia. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure right now. It's, it's sad. Um, and uh, the final one is the elven archer with red hair who was a guide for the Ketri Path. Right. Uh, okay. Hmm. Rita has some possibly good intellectual, but she's also very strange. Bright Sky. I had to look up in my notes. Bright Sky. Okay. I knew something with the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're, we're gonna axe her. I don't know. Okay, so kill Rita Bright Sky. Yeah. We've got Kiss and Mary left with Mythalite and random Ketrupath guide. Right. Um, Mytha is kind of, she can't, she seemed crazy, but she seems okay now. So let's marry her. And then that leaves, uh, random red hair path person for the kiss. We don't know about her, so it could be interesting. Gotcha, yeah. Gotta find it out. Okay, good to know. Um, does your family still exist? Do you have a family? Yes, um, both of my parents are down south in Piazza. Um, I haven't had much contact with them since my moving to the Skronag Mountains and leaving them wasn't their favorite option. Um, but I have held myself to a high degree in my livings without them and i feel that i could go back to them if i ever need to okay um so like you know i honestly don't know um are they important to you at all like um is it is is this kind of pursuit of knowledge and stories one of those things where like you're not you're you're not going to play your character as like much of a family man or a strong connection because like i mean it's it's hard i mean you're not going to see them that often anyway but i just wonder 
if they are important to you, or if you're kind of just thinking, no, nah, the, the way I want to play my character, if they're there, I'll say hi. If not, I'm not really worried about it. Right. Well, if we go near or in Piazza, which I assume we will at some point, I would feel obligated to say hello to them and spend time with them. Right. Um, if not, then I would feel like a bad son. Okay. And um, do you think that obligation comes from the background, or is that just kind of like how you feel like you want to play your player, your character? Because I, I think in the background, your family wasn't a big fan of the Infernal Bloodline, and your character obviously has it to some degree with mm-hmm. his warlock power. And um, was there? I think I think there's also at some point where like uh, you also are learn to speak the language without them teaching it to you. So, yeah. Right. It's Infernal, right? For infernal. Tieflings? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tieflings, uh, no, Infernal. And I think there is just some sort of filial respect for them coming from the history that we have. Okay. Um, and that they are, we are of a semi-noble um, birth, more of a pure line than nobility. Um, so it feels, I guess, societal pressure as well okay that i should do this yeah awesome uh oh yeah i got the final question i like asking everyone is um you know what is not just dream like what at at the end of the campaign what would you be happy if he achieved Hmm. um i don't know if it's possible because he's gonna want to know what's up with the silver moon and what that is and why things are they are. So the silver moon uh, in your background is something that flew past you mm-hmm. while you were observing the sky on the Skronig Mountains. Right. In astronomy, we didn't really hit on that, but that's a big uh, background of your character too, astronomy. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. I just want yep. to fill that in. Go ahead. Keep going. Yep. Since um, his profession is actually astronomer slash researcher. Um, and so that was, that's his current mystery that he's trying to solve. Now, once we solve that, that might rise give rise to other questions which would make me have to figure that out then so will i ever be satisfied with the amount of knowledge i have probably not <laughs> okay so so um like uh you don't want to rename thromberg archive to notch archive <laughs> you don't have like any big wishes in that regard kind of just fulfilling who you want your character to be is what you want like internally right maybe it would be impressive to himself if he were to publish books into the archives okay cool very cool uh thank you sam for taking the time to talk about your character uh i actually have one more to hit you with is um do you have any idea who the cult of the silver moon is no i know i think their first letter is a k that's all i got okay um very weird and do you think they're related to the people who were stealing the moonstone at the i think so moons uh, Mytha's got a moon scar. It's all very... But you don't think the cold of the silver moon are the people who were locked underneath the... Um, the not the people in the prison who were turning into werewolves. Right. Um, maybe not exactly. They, se- they didn't seem very organized down there, so I don't know. Okay, yeah. Um, and I bring up the cold of the silver moon because also in Notch's background, these are the men who likely scared away, took away, or killed Bubbles Keyholder, who was, uh, you know, the colleague he was talking to while he worked at the library as he got a job there so all right i think that wraps everything up uh sam you can take us out however you want i don't 
care. So okay. you're not prepared for this. Whatever you want to do, say, sing. We're good. Sure, I'm not going to sing. But um, thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Uh, and if you have any suggestions for what Notch should be reading, send that in. Um, I like to make fun little titles of books, but yeah, you never know. You guys could be a lot more creative than I am. So I hope to hear from you, and have a good night. Bye.